You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where every episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. episode we'll be talking about madness the rise and fall in the room i have rob hey it's me and ben nice suit and on the line i have kyle hi there the rise and fall is the fourth studio album by the english rock band madness it was originally released on the 5th of november 1982 on the stiff record label Uh, the producer was clive langer and alan winston lee and the genre is pop, new wave, two-tone. I'm going to read from All of Music Review, Stephen Thomas Irwin. There's a certain grandness to the title of Madness Presents The Rise and Fall, the group's fourth album and undeniably pop masterpiece. It's clear that the band has ambitions to go several steps beyond ska, to craft nothing less than... Is that than... a pun? <laughs> because they went one step beyond. Yeah. No, no, that, that was worth it. I liked it. <laughs> Uh, to go several steps beyond ska to craft nothing less than a village green preservation society for the 80s. The kinks figure heavily in Madness's design for the rise and fall, both in individual tunes and the overall arc of the concept album. But so does Ian Dury's celebration of the riffraff of London, the latter giving Madness an earthiness that Ray Davies' crew lacked during their, their time on the village green. While Madness's forefathers are evident, the rise and fall is recognizably Madness in sound and sensibility. Faint echoes of their breakneck nutty beginnings can be heard on Blue Skin Beast and Mr. Speaker Gets the Word. The melodies are outgrowths of such early masterpieces as My Girl, there's a charming, open-hearted humor and carnivalist swirl that ties everything together. All this comes to a head on Our House, as divine a pop single as there ever was. So undeniable that this very British anthem actually crossed over into American Top 10 in uh, 1983. But that's merely the splashiest evidence of Madness Popcraft on the rise and fall. The rest of the record contains the same wit, effervescent, and joy capturing what British pop life was all about in 1982, just as Village Green Preservation Society did in 1968, or uh, Blur's Park Life would do in 1994. All right, what do we think of Madness, The Rise and Fall? This is a great record. There's some there's some really good stuff on this record. This, this is, is a, a fantastic record. It's a pretty good record. It's going for it, I will say. Why was it never released in the U.S.? That is a good question. I don't know. I I think it's the br- Britishism. But it's very British. But our house was a U.S. hit. It was like a crossover hit. Why not sell some of those records? I also think it probably was a maybe stiff records. They didn't have a good distribution for the U.S. 
I'm sure someone would have distributed that. I right think so too. Is Stiff just doing a boycott of Spotify? Uh, like Elvis Costello's on Spotify. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure why they're not. Uh, it's only not this record that isn't on it. Yeah, like they're the entirety of their uh, the the catalog is on there aside from this one. I wonder it's, what the uh, what the holdup is. I don't know because I'm sure these guys like to make twenty five cents a day on on our house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or at least the original, you know, from the from the album. My initial thoughts on this record was if one of my friends bands made this, it'd be like, good for you guys. That sounds great. That, that's a that, that's a real man. You guys really went for it. Yeah. Like, Rob, that, yeah, that's where my like this didn't grab me in the way that they're describing it as Village Green. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm having a hard time reconciling the uh, critics of the day and the comparisons to what's going on in my ears because it's it's not bad it's not bad in, in any way shape or form i don't think there's a there, there's some mistakes in songs on this for sure but like it it's cool to hear a band like go for it um but i i'm not fully on board with this one yeah what it what do you think it is though is it the like is it the presentation is it the musicianship is it the style is it the i think the I, sort of references I, that I they're think making it's style. Uh, and okay. I, I, and I don't know why I found it very odd when we were listening to the blue skin beast. Um, when I started listening to that song and it, the switches, like the changes, mm-hmm. it like mids, you know, it just switches like midstream. You're listening to one song and then all of a sudden it's like, have a drink on me. And then it's like hip hip, you know, like it just, and they do that through all of these songs. It's like one person is writing the song and then another person in the band seems like they write another part of the song. They're a nutty bunch of guys. They are, yeah. They are. I thought I, I was. I, I thought it was interesting. Like, of course, uh, we all know the song "Our House," and I years ago I, I, I come to the you know just the the reconciliation that "Our House" is a not ska song by a ska band. Uh, so it was interesting to me. To I was looking forward to hearing the album because. I know Madness as like a two-tone ska band. And at this point in their career, I wouldn't call this album ska. No. Not the least bit. You know? No. So it, it's yeah. cool that they're they're, they're stretching. I and it- I like a lot of the melodies and the songs, especially in the first half. I thought Rise and Fall was awesome. I think Tomorrow's Just Another Day is great. Blue Skin Beast is pretty cool. I like Primrose Hill. Mr. Speaker was giving me some Oingo Boingo vibes, which is always fine. I'm not as into the second half, of course, with the exception of the uh, the the monster smash hit. Yeah, I feel that when I was doing research and, you know, watching videos and trying to get into get my head in the right space. They seemed like the monkeys or the the sort of early Beatles esque in the kinks, you know what they're trying to portray. Right. It's like these guys from one particular uh section of england all grow up together you know like they're they're just young boys Did having they fun really all grow up in that house <laughs> yeah they're their all, house that is their house <laughs> but they're you know they're they're doing wacky videos they're just having fun they're out at the pub they're making references to you know local things that they know about um so it it's this album really makes sense for me that it's their sort of village green preservation because it does feel very personal. It feels very much 
the things that they're seeing around them and then hearkening it back to a almost like a previous era of uh you know their experience their lived in experiences from a childhood so did mike barson the the keys player did he miss the note um, yes. Right about your childhood. Yes. When you yes. submitted New Delhi. Yes. He comically did. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what he heard, but yeah, he came up with that song about like at two minutes and fifty three right? seconds. It's like I got a song about choking on mosquitoes, and everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> fucking New Delhi voice. Is that uh, at the during the fade out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, man! It's, it's, was he also was he also the guy with it, like? Painted up like a... This week on imagery that has not aged well. Ooh. Yeah, that's Oof. him, I think. Oh, okay, so if it, if it was me in my 20s, uh, uh, that, that 40 years ago had a picture it, like with my face darkened up, at some point in the last 40 years, I would have come out and said something about like, okay, that was bad, you know, and maybe when we reissue this album, maybe we can choose some different art because this is embarrassing and hurtful and i was trying to be goofy at the time but now i see that it was a bad joke and very tone deaf but i was looking all the i was like trying all these different searches just like have they ever even mentioned this and just nothing the closest i found was an interview with uh suggs uh not an interview it was kind of like uh he was responding to a fan question and this was like 10 years ago but the fan was bringing up the fact that uh, skinheads would associate themselves with madness occasionally. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of, the fan was asking, he's like, I never got any kind of racist vibes from the band. Like, do you have anything to say about like them associating with you? Mm -hmm. And his response was just like really defensive. And it was kind of like, if we had had a black guy in the band, then we wouldn't even be talking about this, which is a weird thing to say. That's a strange thing to say. You know, it's just... It seems like that would have. All you need to do is distance yourself from the skinheads that like your band. Yeah, you can, you can yeah. do that. You can say Nazis are bad. You can. Uh, just for context, too, I can assure you they played with many black artists promoting them at the same time oh, and sure. getting in fights with the neo Nazis in England because yeah. they were neo Nazis. And I am not saying that madness is racist, I'm saying it's strange in the last 40 years. No one has brought this up within the band. Yeah, may, I mean, some some people just don't necessarily like look back unless it's brought up, well, and, and maybe they just don't. They're ashamed of it. They don't well, then, he, then here's this book bringing it up. So now we're talking about it. Right. I had never even seen the cover of this album because it wasn't released in our country. Right. <laughs> you know? So I mean, and maybe that's it's just they figure it's a product of the time. Um, that's re- you know all, all it takes is saying oh yeah bad but has anybody you know that's what i'm saying though is they might not even be like it's strange if they uh, haven't brought it up and no one else has brought it up it's it, it's strange maybe. i'm not saying that it should be dwelled upon i just think that at some point you need to acknowledge yeah you should hit him up on twitter <laughs> <laughs> uh i will say that the it's hard to imagine the band more influenced than uh, one of their heroes, the Sky Ska Sky Ska Pioneer Bust uh, Prince Buster, mm-hmm. who they cover uh, and they tried to emulate, you know, his sound. Now Prince Buster also appeared in another band, 
the specials, mm-hmm. uh, they covered his song Enjoy Yourself. And so Prince Buster is the OG class clown ska originator. So everything involving, you know, the sort of third wave jokiness of, you know, that's an original thought that was created with uh, Prince Buster. Interesting. So, so he is the originator of like having fun, goofing off, ska's, you know, like ska dance parties so and things like, like that. Real big fish in the movie Basketball. We can just take that straight back to Prince Buster. Exactly. Okay. I wanted to get there. So you can or fishbone in the movie Back to the Beach with ska 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 do the ska Jamaican ska with the net funicello eating a skippy peanut I mean, butter. You know how much I love Back to the Beach. I fucking I know you love it. I mean, <laughs> let's, if we're gonna quote a movie though, it's it's got to be Clueless with Mighty Mighty Boston, right? That is the breakout man, ska element getting, in getting a movie, roles, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, I vote but, for basketball. But they had a uh, Prince Buster actually had a song called Madness where they got their name. Okay. Oh, yeah. special this record is so good yeah. it is so yeah. so what is the this one's a lot stranger i it's would say not than ska okay yeah and <laughs> but, uh, believe you me I, I i do not have my fedora on and my bass hiked all the way up to my neck with my uh my cargo shorts uh uh-huh. you know well, maybe and, you and, should adjust yourself and, and then listen up. to the album. um the the song we're listening to right now, Sunday morning, has very much the kink vibes, the kinks vibes that mm-hmm. the uh, the the reviewers of the time were were, were throwing at it. I, mm-hmm. I I get I get that. Um, it's not to say as I dislike what's happening. It's I'm indifferent to it. When you have hmm. a, an album like Village Green Preservation Society, there is nothing but hooks to hang your right. head on. Mm-hmm. Like that is a pop masterpiece. You don't get that many of those hooks on this record, mm-hmm. with the major's exception of you know our house. Um, there's no like you know sing along stuff to yeah. go along with it. So I, I don't know. Like I really appreciate what they're doing, and you know, good for them for you know like breaking the 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 mold a little bit with ska. But you know, again, this is the sixth or seventh eighth time i've listened to this record now mm-hmm. and i had never had any experience with it beforehand because it simply was not it in not america yeah it, it is a it's a blank space in their catalog mm-hmm. um but that coincides with their their one and only hit over here very strange it's strange yeah oh hey rob oh yeah that, this is a good song Oh yeah, there's a there's a there's that silly bass glissando. Um, it's awesome. Wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it it's it, it's it's the lack of uh, lack lack of hooks that I think I'm, I'm I think they an have with. that's what I was gonna say that I think they strove they they tried too almost too hard to make complicated interesting songs and they kind of you know forgot the. 
to create uh, the the melody of of a pop. There, there's no pop elements in it. Our house. Uh, obviously, this you know, our house is. It, it, that, that's so strange though, because I don't. But the, when you're thinking what? about that last song and Blue Skin Beast, I mean, you can sing along with it, but you got to know this. Like, yeah, it's not just a easy song to to get kind of get into or dance to. That's the thing is, I was thinking about Blue Skin Beast, and I was like, how do you? dance to this music it's can you skank to it nah no you can't because it's, yeah the rhythm changes i was listening to blue skin beast and i was like looking up the lyrics and it's about like the falkland islands mm-hmm. and i kept thinking of that episode of the simpsons of crusty where he stops his show and starts talking about like the invasion of the falkland islands <laughs> <laughs> trying to retake them from argentina <laughs> mr speaker is a banger guys guys this album is awesome it's dark, it's melancholy, like, it's nostalgic, which, uh... Nostalgic by design. Yeah, which, you know, just like that other album we're going to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like this album all the way through. I thought it was great. If if ever karaoke comes back, I want to do Our House. I think that'd be a really fun one to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you get that part where you get to sing fast. Yeah. 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 Very... very. Such a good time. Such a fine time. Mm. There's there's a, a a cheeky Beatles reference in that face. Uh, when's the last the time you watched you watched the the video for Our House? Me? Yeah, or a- anyone? The, the this has been a while. It's it was been this a while. week, and it was it good. Week. It's good. It holds up. It holds really up well. well. I like that's it's it's way better than the music video for Come On Eileen. Yes. And that video is that video is equally memorable, but I don't think it holds up as well madness were excellent at creating music videos yeah they just had they tried to fit in as many visual puns and co- comedic elements as they possibly could yeah so uh, there's there's even like there's very simple videos of them doing like uh the nutty train uh where they're just like walking around doing the nutty train is and- that like from the cover of one step beyond that that move they're doing where they're all leaning yeah. on each other yes it is a centipede style yeah. uh dance maneuver where it's they're a all cool look yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that that album cover it's it's so iconic just them all leaning back like that yeah uh they didn't know exactly how, where that came from they have like con uh contradicting stories one person um said it was from a dave allen sketch uh where all these people are coming out of their door and then another person said that it was um they just thought of it because all these people were coming out of their doors going to work all walking in a straight line Mm -hmm. right next to each other and so they're like sardines all packed in together and they like made that into a little dance that they would do because there's seven of them i also uh in the video, there's there's references to a lot of stuff. I don't know if this is a reference to anything other than Monty Python, but the thing where the handkerchief is tied around your head with like the four knots, like oh, yeah. uh, like like John Cleese and Michael Palin would always do. Yeah, is that a is that like a British thing before Monty Python, or is that just a Monty Python thing? No idea. But they're definitely doing that. Yeah. In the video, Ministry of Silly Walking. The minister. Well, I think Madness is always going to be silly walking. <laughs> the the Nutty Train's a silly walk. I like during the guitar solo. Uh, uh, he's spoofing a lot of different people. He's got the 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 Lennon suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And who else does he do? And there's one. I don't know if it's specifically supposed to be Dave Hill of Slade, but he's wearing like like the, the like uh, what what was Dave Hill's character like the super gob or whatever, but uh, Yob 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 super Yob. He's wearing like at first I thought it was he was supposed to be Captain Sensible because he had like the glasses, but uh, from the outfit it looked like he was doing like a super Yob thing. And the guitar he was holding for like the glam rock thing is that cool uh, electric sitar guitar that mm-hmm. that they make. Mm-hmm. I forget who makes it, but it's a cool one. Yeah, there was something out there. There was another guitar reference in that same thing, I, I, but it's I didn't write it down. It's yeah, their videos are great. Yeah, I mean, so. Is this just like a two-tone thing where you designate a member of your band to play the matronly woman in your video? Well, for the for Madness, it was a very much who can you who can be there? Like they're they're all together and they don't have money to you know and to find someone else, so they just do everything themselves. Right. I, I was just spotting a trend of of two-tone bands in drag as a school marm or a motherly figure in yeah. their videos. I mean, that was also Monty Python. Yeah. It's also yeah, very much Monty Python. It's a skit. I mean, they're they have skits. Yeah. Their videos are literal literally skits uh, for music videos. I watched the video for our house probably five times today. <laughs> I really like that video. They're they're in front of different houses, uh, including the Playboy Mansion. I don't know what does it. I don't know what the this album. What is? I, I think you're onto something though, Rob. It it just has this. It's all over the place. This is this is a good album. Yes. There is no denying that. Um, I'm, I'm, by I'm, by very talented musicians. Very talented. Like they're they're putting their fucking like they're putting their butts and their hearts mm-hmm. on the line with uh with making this. And I I I can't fault it in any way, shape, or form. I just don't give a shit. Like mm. it it doesn't. I'll never listen to this record again. Like there's no song that I would put on a mix. And I am so old that I have no one to impress with my knowledge of this specials <laughs> record. Oh, you've never heard this one? Like, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm glad I heard it for, for serious, but, like, I, I don't need, like, 45 minutes of the specials ever again in my ears. Madness. Madness. Sorry. You like the specials? Madness. Yeah, I did like the specials. Sorry, guys. I, there's, there's been four <laughs> bourbons in, in an old Robert. What do you think, Kyle? What do you think this is? amazing i like i like this record a lot um it's it's kind of dark um it's it's nostalgic it's sort of a concept record um you guys are talking about the little like kind of cheeky references they put in there when i was talking uh, a long time ago about the song that face uh he sneaks in the line yesterday my problem seems so far away i mean that's Hmm. that's a that's a beatles reference i mean and i can't tell like the intent you know like it made me think of uh the Clash, you know, phony Beatlemania. That was just a few years before this. Um, and the Beatles weren't even, I mean, Yesterday wasn't that old of a song, you know, by 1982. Calling Cards, I think, is pretty funny because he keeps saying, I've been a naughty boy over and over. Um, 
And I, I like the closeout song, Madness is All in the Mind. Um, but I, I get what you guys are saying. You, you, you come to this band and you're like, oh, you know, it's the party fun band. And you watch their live stuff and they they destroy. Yeah. Like even just a few years ago, like they can tear it up. So I, I can get kind of, you know, this is a little bit of a downer, kind of a slower, I guess, record. But uh, there was something that really that really clicked with me. And uh, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I like Rob said, you know, if if a friend's band does this, you'd be like, good, good for you. Like, <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, totally. You is did it, it guys. Like, I get that. Um, I give this record a positive. I like this record a whole bunch. Yeah. I think um, I think I'm on the indecisive. I, I think the thing for me is I'm with you, Rob. I won't come back and listen to this album again. I really, I feel like I've explored it. And there's so many other, you know, musical albums that I'll, you know, find more engaging and, and just go back. Maybe, you know, in five, ten years, something I'll... I'll check in on it just to mm-hmm. see what what's up with it. But uh, yeah, that, that's a neutral for me. Gut reaction. I mean, if if I don't think I'm going to listen to it in the future, <laughs> it can't be a positive. And it's definitely not a negative because it's it's good. It's it's sort of like a pinnacle madness album. So, yeah, <laughs> I I hate when it comes down to like I I appreciate technical technical proficiency. Yeah. I appreciate the musicality. I don't need pop in my life to be like, hang my hat on. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm totally happy with a total. Yeah. And I can hear all of these things and it sounds, it sounds good, but it just, it's not engaging to me as a, yeah. as a, as, as a human. Like, I think also I'm not an Anglophile. I, you know, British television, you know, movies and things I'm not as engaged with. So this is a very, very, very English band so i need something to get me over that like village green gets me over that yeah. for sure um beatles and you know some other things but this just doesn't the references i i probably am missing out on a lot um but yeah we're just sitting in the middle is this band also on the young ones they have to be i would uh, how would they not be how would they not be yeah. if they're not i will i think they must have done our house for one of the episodes like maybe the one where they blow the house up <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that makes sense yeah. um but no for, for me it's a neutral i i can't uh it's it's great and if you're into it you're into it I, it's just not my jam and honestly yeah. you know give me some fucking squeeze god damn it robert yeah. <laughs> okay that's not fair i know Where's it's not fair squeeze? What do you think, uh, Ben? What are we listening to right now? Is it uh, that face? Yeah. I uh, just while we were sitting here listening, I was picking up right there when they do that. It reminds me of Pretty Things. Uh, SF Sorrow. SF Sorrow. Hmm. Just I don't know yeah. something, something about like I know you can't hear it, dear listeners, <laughs> but I don't know. Yesterday. What yeah. Echo. Echo. Yeah. Um, this album is not necessarily an out-of-the-park home run for me. I think it's pretty uneven. I think it's very ambitious. I think Mm -hmm. that multiple times on the album, they just really ring true. They really hit it. I think that I was kind of on the fence on this one. uh, For me, I like the first half a lot better than the second half. If Mm -hmm. the second half 
struck me like the first half did, then it would be no question positive for me. But uh, I kind of get lost in the weeds in the second half after our house. Mm-hmm. But here I am, I'm looking at it, and I hate when I have to come down to this, but I like more songs than I didn't like. On a 13-track album, I was into seven of the songs, and so that lands positive <laughs> for me. I I wish I had a more decisive... Uh, That's almost a neutral, though. Half the songs? Yeah, it depends on how long the songs are. Yeah. I'm not trying to mess up your method, but... No, well, the, <laughs> okay, the songs that I like... I really like. I really like Rise and Fall. Yeah, yeah. Some... I, I really like Tomorrow's Just Another Day. Blueskin Beast, I kind of like. Primrose Hill, I pretty much like. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, I really like. Our House, I really like. Calling Cards, I kind of like. I don't know. Yeah, it, Calling Cards. Like, it, it's feeling more positive than neutral for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, there's some warts on this record. Yeah. And I don't know if I don't know if Madness is a warts and all band for me. Some some bands like we were talking when we cut. Some bands I'm just so into the band and what they're going for and how they're going about it that I just love what they're doing warts and all. Like say like Modern Lovers, uh, Madness. I'm I'm not fully sold on the concept, so I, I'm not going to just be buying in warts and all. But there's more that I like on this than I don't. So on this one, I think I will end positive. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. They should change the album cover and release it in the States. Yes, they should. All right. Next time we'll be talking about Donald Fagan, The Nightfly. All right. Thanks, y'all.